Hey, and welcome to a whole new season of 22 Minutes of Transformation. Myself, Sean Patrick, and my co-host, Karen Mills-Alston, will take you through another 22 questions that will transform the way you think about spirituality, creativity, and everything in between. We welcome you to this whole new adventure. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of 22 Minutes of Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm here with... Karen Mills Austin. Hey, Karen. Happy New Week. How are you doing? I'm great. Happy New Week to you. Yeah, this is something is bubbling up, you know? Yeah. And it's for all of us. That's what I, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I believe, you know, in my life, there's two new years there's uh, December 31st, and mm-hmm. there's the beginning of September. You know, that's when. So many people are starting new college courses, new school courses, and I've just lived in both of them years, the academic year and the new year. So this is a really great time as we slide into into another new year. And all more perfect that we ask this week's question, which is, what are you courageous about? And I love asking this question right now because we're about to go into September. September, as I just said, has always been a new start for me in either a job or a course or a program or or my business when that first started was September. And it's always a call for me to um, put my shoulders back, you know, stand up straight and to uh, pursue new, new ventures. So mm-hmm. what you know, I'm asking this of my question over this next 12 months, September to September, what am I going to be courageous about? How's that question for you? Well, it brings up so many things. And the last thing that I heard was it allows me to step into my greatness. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that from an ego's point of view. I'm saying that from a place that If we all know that the vastness of the universe is within us, we get to, we get to be courageous and we get to move forward and do the things that maybe we thought we couldn't do, do the things that perhaps we thought were impossible. And if we don't begin, then nothing is possible. If we don't make a plan, set an intention, set a goal, um, and begin to move forward in some way, um, then we're not going to be courageous. We're going to stay stuck right where we are. And that's not fun. (laughs) You know, you use the phrase, you know, step into your greatness. That's something we hear a lot in the spiritual self-help well-being circles. Mm Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? I find it an ambiguous phrase sometimes. I'd love more clarity around it. It means to do what I came here to do. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Because yeah, that, 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 like, I think we all can sometimes feel as if a great piece of advice just doesn't hit home. And that always has been my experience would step into your greatness i've been like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't quite know what i'm meant to be doing but to step into what i came here to do that makes perfect sense to me i love yeah, that i asked that question yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I love that you asked it too because it 
You know, John used to say, get up, go to work, come home, go to bed. That's the way most people live their lives. Get up, go to work, come home, go to bed. That's a very average life. It's, it's not exciting. It's ordinary. We're here to be extraordinary. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like average or average or not, that sure sounds unenjoyable. Yeah, so I think it's so great how we, you know, we can make a choice to live our life in a more well, courageous. Courage is the word of courage is the word of the of the day in a more courageous way, and that looks different to everybody. And I know in my life right now, um, I'm being called to do what I came here to do, and that is to express my my spirituality, my positive psychology. It's to express that part of me through through performance. And I've had this idea to do this show now for two years and it's actually happening. And for me, that's a, that's why I loved when I asked the question, what does step into your greatness mean? And you said, step into what you came here to do. I'm like, ah, so I am, I, I, I I can safely say I am stepping into my greatness this year because I'm stepping into what I came here to do. And for me, it's about, um, for me, it's about expression. Yeah. Yeah. And that's beautiful. It also means that we don't put things off any longer. Yeah, that's true. So many people put things off and then before they know it, they have, um, they can't do it for whatever reason. So, we talked last week about this idea that pops into our heads and is the presence of God. Maybe we didn't talk about it on the podcast. You and I were doing another call and we talked about how there are seven seconds. Um, so we get this idea, we get a hit, we something comes from our gut. I call it, it comes from spirit. And then if we, it takes seven seconds and if we allow it, Our ego will step in and steal it. It'll say, no, you can't do that. We'll change our minds about it. So the idea is to stay in the the moment and get excited, get enthusiastic about the possibilities, you know? Yeah, I know. And I know when we were having that conversation, I recall that when I was doing acting training, you know, we were taught your first impulse is the correct one. Mm-hmm. And, you yes. know, and I've heard, oh God, I'm going to, I'm not going to say this all that correctly, but Oprah was once talking about, she was chatting to the head of a sports team. I believe it was a basketball team. Mm-hmm. And she was asking him, how do you know, like when you meet a player, which is, you know, going to be a star and going to be, you know, like a, God, my sports terminology is awful, but it's going to be, you know, a big player. And his response was, when I see someone, who is moving before the thought. It's like his thoughts catch up with what his body's doing. Oh, not, not the other way around. Yeah. And I really, yeah. yeah. But you got to be courageous to do that because, you know, oftentimes we're waiting for our thoughts to dictate our actions, but, you know, we can have our actions dictate our thinking, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. So that's why Making a list of intentions is important. That's why life visioning is important. That's why meditation, being still, all are important practices so that we can really catch what is what is our meant to be in our life. So let me speak for the people like me 
who, and I really would love to hear what you got to say about this. I love doing all of them things. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I worry that I love living in the concept and the abstract more than actually doing the thing. Like I have been, and I think, and and that's, you know, that's a case of if not now, when that is not being courageous. It's Mm -hmm. like, I stay in the, the wonderful space of receiving my vision of getting to visualize how it's going to look, but Mm -hmm. never actually doing anything about it. And that's, and that's lack of courage, you know? Yeah. 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 So when we talk about practicing the life visioning process, or when we talk about visualizing, creating a best case scenario, uh, we have to move. Yes. We have to take action. Otherwise we're just daydreaming. Yes, you're so right. We're just daydreaming. And I see this, I unfortunately see this far too often in the, in our world of, you know, spirituality, self-help, where you see people who are staying in the epiphany or the realization or the daydream, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And actually the, the, the action, like if the daydream is like a hundred, but you action just like 1%, that 1% feels so much better than the 100% of the daydream. You know what I mean? Like to actually start to see something take form in the world is so exciting, but it requires, it requires this thing of courage we're talking about. Yeah, it does. And you know, the whole idea of beginning with writing some things down, if you're writing in your journal, if you're on your computer, whatever it is, to be able to tease out some things that you may be getting from a um, from a vision, and then oftentimes I have found that I am always guided and directed in ways that I don't even um, that I I can't even imagine. And I want to bring up something that came up recently. Oh, you know, when I, when I decide that I'm going to write an agenda for an event or a class or something like that, I may just open up pages on my Mac and I begin to just write down some notes. And what I've been inspired by recently is music. So I have gotten to the point now where I begin my, the classes that I teach or, whatever I'm doing with, with music, because it's inspiring to, to me. And it allows me to get motivated to take the next step. And I don't know what the next step is, but when I go through that process, something pops in and that something is God. Yeah. It's an idea. And I, and it's the next step. So we're building, you know, we always talk about taking one step at a time. That's the way I live my life. When I look at the whole picture, I'm thinking, oh, I, you know, I, I don't know how that's going to happen. Uh, and, and how it's going to happen is none of my business. But if I can just begin to put one foot in front of the other, that's what helps me reach that, allow that intention, that purpose to manifest in my life. 
So, you know, this question actually came about where it's a memory I have of you where it's when we were in Bali three years ago and you said to somebody in response to something they had to do, you, you get to be courageous now and do yeah. this. And I never, I never forgot that and it inspired today's question. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think then that, that was so powerful to me because in regards to, you know, thinking of the action, it's like, okay, how do we be more courageous? And <laughs> we're going to explore this now, but so much of the answer is you be more courageous. Do you know what I mean? And that sounds really, I yeah, it, it sounds yeah. really um, unhelpful, yet it's the most helpful thing you can do. Like when you said this to this person on the retreat, I was like, oh, that's that. You know, it didn't require a lot of psychology or background. It was, mm-hmm. you get to be courageous right now. Yeah. And I know in that moment, she found it. She found it. Yes, she did. Bless her heart. Um, you know, there are individuals in our lives who want us, who want to stop us from moving forward, who want us to stay small because it's easier for them. So this idea of of courage is what we do for ourselves. Yeah. And you know what's so, you are right with that about people, yeah, people wanting you to stay small. And that's why, you know, courage comes with a lot of learning to be comfortable. (laughs) Because if you're going to live a courageous life, that's going to create some (laughs) <laughs> backlash from people you know yes, and yes, yes. and i think so yeah being yeah so being comfortable with that is a huge part of courage mm-hmm. and i remember um i think it's pema chodron who speaks about this yeah i'm sure it is and you know she wants in one of her books she, she talks about um what's the appropriate response to fear and she says smile at it smile at fear right. welcome that it's here right. and once again i found that so powerful and if you want to become more courageous, smile at the feeling of, well, people are going to have something to say about it. People are going to have um, gossip or, mm-hmm. you know, but but smile at that, you know, welcome it, expect it, yeah. um, but don't let it, you know, but like, like, you know, gosh, going back to what we were saying before, get up, go to work, go to bed. Um, mm-hmm. Don't have that be your life because you're too afraid of a um, of a hurtful comment or a judgmental remark. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I have learned that <laughs> no matter what I do, people are going to talk about me. Yeah. Um, good. Not so good. They may even make up some stuff about me. That's not true. I used to really care about what people said about me and how they felt about me and all that stuff. I don't care anymore. I I just don't because I I, I don't want I, I want to live my life full out. And if I rely on how people are feeling about me, I'm going to stay stuck, and they're going to stop me from moving forward. And you know, anybody can always look at how you've done it and give their two cents worth. I learned this when I was doing my freaking master's degree Mm -hmm. because, and this was something about academia that I just didn't like. It was like, no matter how I wrote the paper or how I approached the topic, the tutor would say, well, do this, 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 and this. 
And then I do this, 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 and this. And they'd say, hmm, have you thought about this and this? Right. And I was like, you can always look at something. You, mm-hmm. could, you could look at war and peace and critique it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But you sometimes, you gotta just get it done and have it be okay. Um, we, we both, you know, we both help people write their books. And I'm always clear when I'm giving feedback and I'm, I'm suge- making suggestions for change. I'm very clear on if this also feels right for you to change Absolutely. because yes. I could, anybody could then look at it and say, well, have you thought about it this way? There's always another way you could have done it. And someone is always going to be there to point it out, but just do what you do, do it well yes. and be done with it. Do, yes. do, do it well, yes. be done with it. Yes. yes. And, and I'm reminded of that phrase, if you can't say n- something nice, don't say anything at all. Uh. I mean, as, as spiritual beings, we get to be people who lift one another up. Um, there are individuals who have created incredible stuff. Can you imagine someone saying to um, Steve Jobs, oh, computers, that's not going to happen. Well, and and he believed them. Yeah. So um, to be able to say to someone, "Oh, that's really interesting. Good luck with that. I can't wait to see where you take that." That's encouraging them. That gives them courage, as if they need it. But you know, people like to be complicated, complimented, yes. and encouraged. You know. And I'm sure you're realizing this, the word courage is in encourage. Yeah, I just heard it. Yeah. I just heard it too. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're giving courage. Yeah, that's such, and it's so true. I mean, this is, I just hear it all the time. People love to gossip about ways someone could and should have done things in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yet we never have any proof or evidence if that other way would have been better. Right. We're just completely in fantasy and yeah you could just critique things until you know i'm looking now i'm recording this on my macbook here you you mentioned steve jobs Mm -hmm. and i love it never thought twice about it but i'm looking at it now thinking hmm, i wish that trim around the screen maybe was a bit lighter and if only there was a command that did this you could go to town for ages pointing out and it's so disencouraging Mm -hmm. word of the day it does not give courage and know this when you're speaking to somebody else encourage them do not disencourage them you are giving or you are taking away courage oh karen this is good (laughs) and you know they have this dream remember michael tells this sweet story about when his son kilu was maybe five or six and he was driving kilu and a friend to a new basketball league now they were they were young they were short and um kilu asked uh, does this league encourage dunking and Reverend Michael, instead of saying, what are you talking about dunking? You're, you're not tall enough to dunk. Instead of saying that, he said, I bet they do. And I bet they're, and whatever else he said about it, we can say, and you get to practice your dunking here. He really encouraged his son because his son had a dream. He was visioning something within his mind's eye. So encourage, encouraging him 
to accomplish something that maybe he wasn't able to do right then and there, but he was certainly able to do it in the future. Uh, so that's what we get to do for one another. We get to to hold this dream with them. Yeah, don't you feel like we live in a world of disencouragement? I'm feeling bummed yeah. out now. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel (laughs) there's so many conversations I have where I realize, shoot, I'm being disencouraged here. That happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we can't take anything personally. One of the uh, four agreements, right? We cannot take anything personally. That's why we get to surround ourselves with like-minded people. That's why if we have an idea, and Ernest Holmes says this, if we have an idea, keep it close. Yes. Keep it close because people will talk you out of it. If they if they think that it that it's not doable. You have gotten this incredible idea and you're ready to move forward with it and one of your friends may say, "Oh, that's never happened before and it can't happen through you." I mean, my god. You know what I find so often? People, if I share an idea with people, they love to almost take the role of of like my mother or my father. And it's like, they're not telling me it's a bad idea. They're just telling me about, oh, you haven't thought about this and this and this Mm -hmm, and this. mm -hmm, And I'm like, well, I'll get to it when I get started. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise, once again, what would you do? Of course, yeah. This is so yes. interesting. Oh, I love that we're having this conversation. And I love yeah, that yeah. for the first time in my life, <laughs> I'm I'm discovering that the word courage is in encourage and mm-hmm. disencourage. So mm-hmm. that is very that is very exciting. Wow, this is great. Yes. Um, so we all have um intentions that we set. We all have dreams. We're all visualizing um or creating a best case scenario in our lives and Ultimately, we don't have to ask anybody what they think. We get to have the courage enough to know this is really good and I'm going to move forward with it and see what happens with this. Yeah, isn't that the the plot of every movie about someone who did something great? They yeah. had the idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody said it was terrible. They did it anyway. And now there's a movie about Yes. <laughs> and you know, um, Ian Van Zandt has a quote that says, you and God are a majority. Uh, right. Yeah. Yes. So, you yes. know, what talking about Ernest Holmes says, keep your idea close. Mm-hmm. You know, you and God are 51%. You, you right. have final say over this company. Yes. Um, as many people would say. So yeah, that's great. Oh my gosh. Well, this conversation went a different way than I thought, but I love where it went because Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not just realizing how I can cultivate courage for myself. In fact, I learned more about how I can give courage to others and that, um, and that is so powerful. Hey, and what you give, you get. So, oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, that can be another question, right? Yes. Yes, yes. If you want to cultivate courage in your own life, encourage others. That's how I'm finishing this conversation. (laughs) Um, um, Karen, thank you so much for this chat. As always, it's been truly wonderful. Thank you, Sean. Bye-bye.